Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Ready, Set, Game, The Rhetoric of Games, a podcast created by Emory University students in David Morgan's Play, Make, Write, Think class. Over the course of the series, we will approach games as operating within the larger media ecology and attempt to diagram the competing forces at work within that landscape. In each episode, we will play and analyze a specific game with an eye toward its rhetorical situation and the role it plays within the broader medium. We'll focus on the way these games encourage players to think in order to move through them and what sorts of decisions the games force us to make. As we probe the underlying rules of game systems and speculate about what's going on underneath the hood, we'll ponder where they are taking us and to what ends. How do these games encourage certain types of problem solving and learning? What sorts of values do they promote? What sorts of new perspectives do we gain in the playing? So buckle up and come play with us. Whether you've played the game or not, you've probably heard this familiar catchy tune, the original background music from the late 80s and 90s for the game Tetris. Hey, I'm Zumira. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to be talking about the popular game Tetris. We'll be discussing what makes this game so universally addictive, general strategies and gameplay, and how it can affect your everyday thoughts and life. Keep on listening to hear our analysis. In 1984, at only 29 years old, a Russian game designer and software engineer named Alexei Pajitnov revolutionized the electronic gaming world in his creation of the game Tetris. At an early age, Pajitnov developed his affinity for mathematical tasks, puzzles, and games. While working at the Soviet Academy of Sciences, Pajitnov used his free time to develop this popular game drawing inspiration from the puzzle board game Pentominos. In 1989, it came to the US on the Nintendo Game Boy console, and its popularity grew immeasurably. In fact, it was one of the first Soviet software products that made its way to the US during the Cold War. Apparently, Pajitnov made the game for fun, with no intention of seeking profit or popularity. However, Tetris has become almost universal since its creation and still continues to captivate players today. It has become one of the best-selling games in the world with 150 million copies sold on various platforms since its release. It's gone to influence architecture, mathematics, research study, and has become foundational for other popular games like Candy Crush or Bejeweled. I remember my parents talking about how they played Tetris on outdated phones or computers. And I remember my brother and I playing it on our old Nintendo DS. The minute you picked this game up, you couldn't put it back down. I hadn't played it in years, so playing the newer version on my laptop sent that wave of nostalgia. It's obviously changed quite a bit since the Game Boy era, with new bright neon-colored blocks and even catchier background music, making this game all the more enthralling. And with the release of advanced computers and smartphones, the popularity only grew more. Gaming platforms have continued to develop newer versions of this game since the release that add more complexity, but the original is always the best. It's the simplicity that mainly contributes to its charm. As Rachel said before, the game itself is pretty simple. It involves seven different configurations of tetromino, 
a four square geometric shape and the player's job is to fit these various shapes and orientations together to form a line that will then disappear. The goal is to not allow your stacks to reach the top and inhibit the shapes from continuing to fall. So it makes you wonder how such a simple game that has no characters or narratives or rules has become so universally addictive. The game is easy enough to learn. It's approachable, yet it's still intellectually challenging. And I think it's the simple yet challenging aspect that makes it so addictive. In addition, people enjoy being able to organize and compartmentalize. When playing this game, there's definitely a satisfaction in creating order and seeing things fall into place. Being able to anticipate where odd or distorted shapes will seamlessly fit into your puzzle to create a clean horizontal line and then seeing the flash chime and clear. And as you progress, time gets faster and tensions only grow stronger. Pajitnov said it himself, Tetris fulfills a very simple need. We all have a natural desire to create order out of chaos. The game of Tetris satisfies that desire on a very basic level. However, to succeed at this game, you have to learn how to anticipate and react quickly. Professional Tetris players who participate in the Tetris World Championships are able to see the next shape and maybe even the shape after that and can, within a second, decide how to orient it and where to place it to best fit in their puzzle. Like in our everyday job or life decisions, the strategy of this game is to see the problem at hand and almost simultaneously come up with a best fit solution. The game is solely visual based with no rules or words to help guide you. It's up to you figuring out the game through a probing approach. What makes it difficult is that there's no clear end or goal and you're essentially competing with yourself. Playing Tetris promotes two main values when I think about it. One value that seems to promote is patience. When you're first playing, you're not that good at it. It can be frustrating, but through patience, you get better and better with each time. It also stimulates a sense of resilience. Tetris being a game that you are only able to lose can cause a grit effect. It can be easy to give up on the game because you are never seeing successes, but only failures. However, when one continues to play the game, it shows just how resilient and persistent they are. Since this game is visually stimulating, with an endless rhythm of falling colorful shapes and the catchy music in the back on repeat, you can truly immerse and lose yourself in the game. It can become an easy and meaningless distraction from the burdens or responsibilities of life. With repeated play, People have often reported tetraminoes showing up in their dreams and thoughts, and have found themselves sorting everyday objects like cars and buildings into these stacks. This particular phenomenon is termed the Tetris Effect. It's obvious that this game can shape the way we view the world. And essentially, when you're playing the game and when you're not playing the game, you can't stop thinking of Tetris. Visually captivating games like Tetris have been shown to reduce cravings by up to 70%. For drugs or food or other substances, as its addictive and immersive nature can mentally consume your brain to create enough distraction from your unhealthy cravings or thoughts. Your mind can only focus on the visual and audio aspects within the game, especially since it's fast-paced and incredibly repetitive. If you happen to look away or get lost in other thoughts for a second, you could easily lose. It's also proven to help with post-traumatic flashbacks and anxiety as the game makes it hard to fixate on troubling thoughts. In addition, Tetris has 
They reported to enhance problem-solving and cognitive ability as regular play has been tested and seen to result in a thicker brain cortex. Games like these can help us easily recognize patterns and inconsistencies and improve brain efficiency. It's clear that our brain has changed and developed in completing repeated tasks like fitting brightly colored shapes into place. Studies have shown that our brains form new neural connections with repetition of the same skill to further enhance and improve that skill. In her book, Super Better, Jane McGonagall promotes the idea of, as she says, getting stronger, happier, braver, and more resilient through the power of games. She encouraged the use of games to attack real world problems in one's life. So you wonder how can you apply Tetris, such a simple game, to other parts of your life? How can this strategy of repetition change our perspective? The more we do something, the more ingrained it becomes in our life, and the more efficient we become at doing it. So that goes to show that we can train and manipulate our brain by regularly practicing specific habits or mindsets. Whether it be not giving in to a particular craving or establishing a healthier routine or even just forming a positive outlook on life. You can influence your brain to make positive habits or perspectives the more instinctive response. While it's a simple game, Tetris satisfies the innate need to accomplish goals and keep life organized, despite it being a never-ending cycle. It gives you an endless series of problems to solve, with new shapes to rotate or shift. It truly keeps your mind distracted. With it being more than just an entertaining distraction, Tetris can still provide a significant intellectual challenge for us and do much more than we think for our brain activity and mindset. This concludes today's episode of our podcast series, Ready, Set, Game, The Rhetoric of Games. Thank you to our online producer, Austin Carter, and thank you for all tuning in today. We appreciate your support.